0: Hey, welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi. I am Associate Professor of Religious Studies at Skidmore College, and uh, I am really, really excited to be having our, our conversation today with uh, Dr. Dr. Samuel Perry. Um, <clears throat> just a little pretext here before I give you his full bio. For those of us who are in the kind of like studying the religious right, evangelicals, evangelicals Uh, Protestantism in America. You know, you go to conferences, you're on Twitter. For those of us who are in that space all the time, you need to know that for like a year and a half, all of the whispers and anticipation have been basically about uh, Sam's and his co-author Andrew Whitehead's book that's coming out. So the book is Taking America Back for God. Every conference you go to, every time you're on Twitter, you talk to someone, they're sort of of like, you know, pointing you to, oh, there's this new book coming out and it's really gonna change the game when it comes to talking about Trump and why evangelicals are voting for him and why others are voting for him, what's happening in the country. So all that to say, um, thanks for joining me. Um, Sam, uh, it's great to have you. You are assistant professor of sociology at, o- at the university of Oklahoma. You are also in religious studies and gender and women's studies there as an affiliate faculty. You've written three books, uh, in a very short amount of time, growing God's family, the global orphan care movement and the limits of evangelical activism. Uh, Addicted to Lust, Pornography in the Lives of Conservative Protestants, which I think will be, I think both of those actually will be of great interest to our audience. And then the one we're going to talk about today, which drops on March 2nd. uh, So just like about uh, five or six weeks here, Taking America Back for God, Christian Nationalism in the United States. So thank you. Thanks for being here, Sam.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. This is gonna be fun.
0: So uh let's jump right into this because there's a lot to uh, talk about. You were kind enough to let me kind of get a glimpse of your of you know the final uh draft of the the manuscript of the book that's going to come out here in a couple of weeks and I knew we were going to talk and I knew we were going to have 30 45 minutes um, and it was one of those those times where I really had to stop myself because I just kept highlighting everything and wanting to sort of say oh I can't wait to ask him about that what you know. So um let me start here. Um, in my view your book offers a fresh perspective on a three year debate. Uh, For three years, a lot of us have been asking um, why religious conservatives voted for Donald Trump. Um, We wanted to know why they continue to support him, even amidst scandals and lies and Stormy Daniels and um, everything um, from the election till now. Um, Dan and I really started this show to help people understand that. We really wanted to sort of talk about the history of evangelicalism, its culture, its politics, and and give people an idea. But, you know, we're just one part of what's become an industry, right? There are podcasts, articles, pundits, everybody is trying to answer this question. However, with all that going on, you and your co-author, Andrew Whitehead, who's at Clemson, um, offer a really, really, really compelling framework for understanding um, why religious conservatives, both evangelicals and others, which we'll get to, um, support Donald Trump. And so... Um, I just want to say, can you just give us an intro to your thesis? Um, let, me, let me put it this way. Why is it not complete to say that white evangelicals support Trump because he gives them an audience? And the way to understand why Trump's in the White House is just 81% of white evangelicals. And that's all we need to talk about when it comes to religion and politics.
1: Like, Why is this a bigger
0: conversation?
1: A few years back, we started to study this phenomenon of Christian nationalists before Trump ever came on the scene. And so we, we got a hold of some data from the Baylor Religion Surveys, and we put together an index, and we were fascinated with how uh, white Christian nationalists, people who believe the, that America has been, should always be distinctively Christian. And when I say Christian, that is coded language. I mean uh, Christian meaning uh, ethnically white, uh, culturally conservative, native-born, uh, likely Protestant. And uh, and so people who believe the United States has always been Christian in this sense and should always be distinctively Christian, uh, we kept finding in study after study after study that, uh, that people who score higher on this Christian nationalism measure tend to be far more uh, interracial boundaries, strict racial boundaries. They don't like interracial families, transracial adoption, interracial marriage. They're very much against immigration. They're very much in um Suspect of Muslims in the United states they they believe that uh, America uh, should be uh, should favor in fact uh, Christians not just um, not just stay the way it is, but it should actually show preference toward uh, towards Christian policies, Christian values uh, and Christian organizations and so when Trump came on the scene, uh, we were able to collect some data that that uh, that was able to connect. Um, that was able to connect both Trump support and our kind of understanding of Christian nationalism and how to measure this kind of thing. And so, when we started to do some analysis, we found that being a white evangelical uh, essentially disappears when you account for Christian nationalism. Uh, as does how religious somebody is, how often they pray, read their Bible, uh, attend church, what they think about the Bible. None of those things tend to matter when we are accounting for Christian nationalism. And so, uh, what we argue in our book is is really Uh, It's not white evangelicals who are, it's not, there's nothing about white evangelicalism. If we define white evangelicals as a group of white Protestants who uh, hold certain conservative views about the Bible, and they tend to uh, be faithful in their religious practice, they attend church a lot, they pray a lot, they share their faith. uh, There's nothing about that that would lead somebody necessarily to support Trump. Christian nationalism, though, happens to be an ideology that about 75% of those white evangelicals tend to hold. And so what we argue in the book is that it's, it's not about being a white evangelical. It's not about even being a conservative uh, Christian. It is about being somebody who believes uh, America was yours. It was intended for you. And Trump is going to, is promising to take that back. Uh, Really the best kind of boiling down uh, that I could, that I could come to came from Tony Perkins. Tony Perkins, the president of the Family Research Council. on, on record one day, speaking for evangelicals as he tends to, uh, said that uh, was asked. You know why why did evangelicals support Trump? And and uh, and Tony Perkins said we were we evangelicals, uh, but by that he means Christian nationalists. He was he said we were tired of getting kicked around by Obama and his leftists, and and Trump was the guy who was willing to punch the bully on the playground. And and that's exactly I mean in a nutshell that that is what Trump is to these guys is is uh, is is people who score higher on Christian nationalism. Trump is the guy who is willing to punch the bully who's picking on you.
0: Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month,